Boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, I am the host of all, host John Pond, and I'd like to welcome you all to the Four Corners Network podcast. This is my best friend, my partner in crime, Chris Rex, and what a show we have lined up for you today. What about it, Chris? Yeah, uh, this is the first episode of the Four Corners podcast here on the Four Corners Network. We are debuting the Four Corners Network this week. Um, so just let's, let's give them a little bit of a rundown on what, what they'll be seeing on the Four Corners oh, Network. Yeah. We have this podcast, which is the Four Corners podcast, the flagship podcast, the podcast that will start it all off. All right. You will be able to catch that every Monday. All right. I'll, I'll try to have it uploaded by 10 a.m. every Monday. All right. We, we also have, uh, Vice TV's, uh, ta- uh, Tales from the Territories, airing this Wednesday, this Tuesday, October 4th. Well, we'll be covering that too on our own series called Territory Talk. Territory Talk. Yeah. And, uh, Pun, what what do you think about, what uh, you know, the whole Territory Talk? And uh, we also have the Rewind, which is our watch-along show. Yeah, so Territory Talk, you know, I think that's going to be interesting. With the years, that you, you cover in the territories, you cover the 60s, the 70s, the 80s. You have a good 30 years of professional wrestling that they're going to cover in this TV episode, in this TV episodic um, documentary. And, you know, we're going to cover each each episode as, as they do it with our reviews, our thoughts. And, and we're also going to incorporate that into our rewind episodes, matches that they may talk about in the territory. If we can find those footage, we're going to use them in our rewind episodes also in the same week. Yes, and uh, what's going to be great about uh, Territory Talk is we were not even born, thought of, alive yeah. during yeah. Uh, during these. All right, with Dark Side of the Ring, uh, what, what we did with Alex, um, we some of those we were uh, we were alive for. Some of them we yeah. we, we 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 seen, you know. Uh, with this, it's gonna be it's gonna be good to go back into wrestling history, do a little a little studying, if you will, because I don't I don't know too much about the, the the territories. Yeah, neither do I. Neither do I. Think about it. People that we still grew up on that was involved in the territory days, like Jeff Jarrett, Jerry Lawler, Kevin Sullivan. So yeah. I mean, people that we still grew up watching in the late eighties, early nineties, are part of these things that went on in the late sixties, seventies, yeah. early eighties. So it's gonna be cool to hear these stories. And, and when, when, when you say territories, when you think territories, most people think NWA. You know, which yeah. was a big, was a huge. Uh, they they pretty much ran the territories. Um, but you also, I want to know if they're gonna be going with more outlaw promotions, at, or what we call today is independent promotions. I think it's gonna be more like Midwest, Southwest. It's gonna be the actual territories. You know. Jim Crockett had his area. Jerry Lawler had his area. You know, it, it's going to be like that. Vince had Northeast. It yeah. is going to be territory. That's what I, I'm I'm gathering. And from when you see the roundtables in the in the clips, mm-hmm. uh, you know, leading up to their show, I, I, that's what I'm thinking. You're going to see people that are going to talk about what happened in Tennessee in the South. They're going to talk about people what happened. Up I mean, it, it was it was a wild time from from what I it what is. I've heard, and, and you know. Uh, 
obviously we've we've crossed elbows with a lot of legends in locker rooms who yeah. some of them were around during that time or just getting their break during that they time. And them. they they tell you like it was like the Wild West, man. So I, I'm 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 excited. I'm excited for this one. Um, but let's let's get to the brass tacks of what this show is about. Yeah, and this is a podcast. news and and rumor talk for what's going currently in wrestling and. One of the biggest situations going on right now um, is what had happened at the all, uh, AEW All Out Presser, which, yes, it had happened about three weeks ago. But, I mean, it's something that still has not been resolved. And there's a lot that goes into it, a lot of rumor that goes into it, trying to distinguish what's fact and fiction. Um, so l- let's, just, let's just start off with, with uh, I-, I say this a lot, the brass tacks of it. Um, CM Punk, what he did at the presser. Um, now, we're, we don't need to explain exactly what he did or what he said. Um, by now, everybody, everybody should know what. Um, I feel it was unwarranted because exactly. he brought up. It was the wrong place to do it. He brought up Colt Cabana and nobody else had brought him up. And I think he baited that journalist, knowing he had done a comedy show with Cole Cabana in the in the past, had used mm-hmm. that to bait the promoter in. I mean, the pot, the, the journalist in, just so that he can vent, and he yep. went off. And I think from the start, it was uh, it, it was the wrong thing to do. Now I've heard rumors that um, this is kind of planned by CM Punk. Um, I was just gonna say that. I was just going to say, I think this is something that he premeditated and he, he was figuring out a way to bait a journalist or that journalist specifically to get everything that he wanted to say out. Yeah. And not only just with the journalist, but what he said about the talent in the company as a whole, because yep. now this is not me saying this is fact. I'm saying this is 100 percent rumor that. He was telling people, going around telling people, just wait for the for the presser, just wait for the presser. It's going to be something to see. So hearing a rumor like that and then seeing what went down, it's like if this was all just a big plan from him, and I'm not saying work as in this is a storyline. I'm saying this was a uh, premeditated thing. It was, it was a thing. CM Punk work. It, exactly. It was, it was, you know, um, CM Punk thing. And... It, I just think it, the whole thing made the company look bad. It made Tony Khan look weak as shit. In my, my pure, so, honest opinion, it made him look weak. It's as once shit. again the, the the inmates running the asylum. That's exactly yeah. what it was. And but I do think that you know, Young Bucks and Omega, they had every right to confront him. Well, he think about this. CM Punk said, "If you have a problem with me, you can come find me." Now, right after that, he goes into his locker room locks his locker room door for whatever reason he locked his locker room door privacy whatever they came down and apparently kicked the door open you just challenged anybody that had a problem with you or yeah, anything you said to come you. fight you and you locked yourself in the room listen if that happened to me in a locker room i would not be there locking my locker room door i'd be nope. ready the second i even my hit door that curtain wide open I told you to come find me, so my door is going to be open yep. for you to find me. Um, I mean, so he, he did that. He he said, "Come find me," and then he did a bitch move and locked his door. I, that's exactly <laughs> how I said it. Uh, we're speaking very candidly. No, that was a very like very bitch move. All right, we're, we're if, from the streets, bro. Like that's a that's a bitch true. move. If all those little details are true, we weren't there. Yeah, 
right? We, we, we can say that we were, we don't know that detail is true, but it is something that has been, you know, brought to light. He locked the door when he went into his locker room, but we, we all weren't there. We don't know if that was true unless, no. you know, we were there. But like, like but I said, if that doing is, that is a bitch move, it is, it's a hundred percent a bitch move. Um, you, and then to sit there and take, take the spotlight away from MJF, who just had that big comeback, and the yep. sto- storyline being played out, which was going to be C- obviously CM Punk and M- MJF <laughs> for the belt, where probably MJF would have won the belt. That gets totally tarnished mm-hmm. and, uh, and overshadowed by CM Punk's mouth. mouth yeah. And uh, he's saying, I'm tired of working with kids. and uh, Yeah, like... It's a younger generation. Like a lot of these guys are younger than me and you. Exactly. You know and that's mean? the thing. CM Punk's got to realize that his generation is starting to retire. People from his time aren't aren't in the ring anymore. So if he can't hang with the young kids, if he's tired of being around the young kids, you might as well retire your damn self. Yeah, and I don't think it's an issue of hanging with. I just think he's that old man now, and set in his ways. Yeah, you and know, set in his ways. He gets mad at Adam Page. For saying that he really doesn't take advice from people, which okay, I can see how that can rub people the wrong way, but at the same time, it's like it, there's nothing wrong with what he said. He just says he just doesn't really. He does his own thing and he follows his and own path. I think Adam Page has been around long enough. You yeah. know, I mean, to to to. I mean, he's not been everywhere. Everybody, he's been all around I'm the world. I'm sure he's taking advice from people that he wants to. Yeah. He doesn't need to take CM Punk's advice if he doesn't want to. Yeah, he's like, been around long enough. And that's he's the been thing. in the game. He's, I think like CM said, Punk has this thing where he's this he's the veteran and you have to not you should listen to him or you should take you have to listen to him. And if that's how it is, I'm not saying that's how it is, but if that is how it is, yep. then you know then That's maybe CM team. Punk isn't the one that needs... I mean, then Hangman Page isn't the one that needs the attitude change. And now, look, because of this, it seems Young Bucks were suspended. It seems Kenny Omega was suspended. And it seems like CM Punk is out of a job from what I've read. So, I mean, like, wh- what good came out of... Nothing. ...creating this mess at the presses? Nothing. And it released your bullshit to the public. Yep. A lot um, of that Coke Cabana, a lot of the Coke Cabana issues, I didn't know completely about. <laughs> and it didn't need to be known public. You know what? That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, he yeah. lives with his mom. What? And, and he he has shares a bank account with his mom. What does that tell you? What if he's helping his mom? You know exactly. what I mean? Like, what? So what? So what if he shares a bank account with his mom? What? Even if he's trying to be cheap, so fucking what? Like, what does that have to do with? Anything now, you're fucking bringing a man's mom into it. Yeah, that's straight disrespect, right there, bro. What if someone said that to you, pun? Oh, he shares a bank account with his mom. That should tell you the type of person he is. Yeah, that's ridiculous, you know. <laughs> like, uh, <coughs> like, like, as someone who, who helps take care of their mom because exactly, their mom is elderly, I, mean, I take just, that as blatant you know, disrespect. Like, whoa, dude, like, I hope you're never in that position, you know. like... I wonder if, like, this was something CM Punk was brewing, like, since his return. Waiting for that perfect moment to, you know, spew all this nonsense. I wonder if this is something, you know, that he's been bubbling in his gut. It sounds like it. 
It sounds like you know, you know, because he explained the whole up. thing after saying, "I don't think I need to explain it," and then explains the whole thing. Exactly, exactly. And it went on for like ten minutes after saying, "I don't think I need to explain it," but I'm going to explain it. That's, anyway. that's like when someone's like, <laughs> "That's like when someone tells you, oh, I don't care,' but they keep talking about it." Obviously, yep, you yep. cared, <laughs> but um, yeah. To make so, a long story short, I don't think any anything. Anything came came to it, you know. Anything good came from that, no. um, especially for Tony Khan, um, and it, it was just it was just a mess. Like even during Jericho's part, when Jericho gets up, you, when he goes to leave, you see him go to Tony Khan, and you see him in on his his lips saying some shit went down or some shit's going down. So yeah. you see the security guard running right after CM Punk's fucking little segment there. Uh, I mean, it really wasn't a, a, a good look. And if this is all the work, bro, then this is the greatest work ever. Because a few people, I brought that to my attention. That it, what if this is a work? If it is, then it's the greatest fucking work in the world. But I don't think anybody is that smart. Anybody in the world is that smart to put this together this perfectly. Yeah. There's no way this is a work. Because I don't see Coca Banner coming back to AEW. I don't, I, I don't, I don't see for for this to be a work. All these men have to be involved. In That's what I'm saying. It's a genius. It's a genius idea, bro. It's a genius idea. If it's a work, you know, but, kudos to to the man that said, you know, let's do this. Yeah. You know, but I highly, 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 highly doubt anyone is highly is that genius. And if if it turns out this is a work, fucking hats off, man, because the, whoever came up with this idea. It definitely knows how to fucking how to run this business. Work <laughs> I can't wait to see Coke come come out and see what he has to say. Then right. Well, <laughs> like, you, you know, know like, honestly, I I would like to have Coke Cabana on and, and express himself. Word. His side. He doesn't even if he doesn't want to tell the story, just to have him come on and and explain. Be, express have what the he chance. Can. Express what he can. Have the chance to defend himself. Right. You know, um, right. I know he has his own podcast, you know, and, but, you know, if he ever wants another platform or something, you know, uh, I would love to extend the invite out to Scott Colton, Colt Cabana to come on to the Four Corners podcast and uh, chop it up with us. And, you know, cause I, 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 you know I've been a fan of Colt Cabana for years. For years, man. I mean, all the loot, the Luda shows, the FSW shows he's done. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's he's he's a great worker. He's a fucking funny ass fucking dude, a hell of a fucking guy. And I think he's a genuinely good guy from and I can tell you that from firsthand fucking experience. You know, that's not no, oh, I'm a, I'm a fan of his. No. He's a fucking genuinely good-hearted fucking dude. Um, but yeah, so that's that's been the big stink in, in AEW yeah. lately. But there's something that happened recently that's really been uh, it kind of threw me off because it wasn't something I expected. Uh, yeah, it made the internet go crazy also. Chris Jericho winning the Ring of Honor World Championship from Claudio, who recently won the championship. Uh, he came, He left WWE. He's in AEW now. They put the Ring of Honor Championship, which makes sense. He's a, he was a Ring of Honor guy. That made, we were talking about that uh, on our previous podcast, Wrestling with a Bear. We talked about how we wanted to see a more of a, old, uh, a Ring of Honor influence over it rather than an AEW influence. And that seemed to be starting to happen. Uh, but I 
But like we talked about before we came on air, I think the reign was mm-hmm. too short for Claudio. Yes, definitely. It definitely was. How you bring him in, build him up, put all this fire behind him, under him, and then what? He had the title for a month? If that? Yeah. Three weeks? You know? And then to lose it to Chris Jericho, yeah, I understand it's Chris Jericho, but he was never really officiated with Ring of Honor. No, affiliated he was, he with, was Ring never Honor. with Ring of Honor. But I feel as his wrestling style and he, he like I feel if he was a free agent, you know, willing to sign right. with Ring of Honor with with you know, I think he would have been a good fit in, in Ring of Honor. And I would have seen him back in 2005, 2007, winning a Ring of Honor World Championship. You know, I, I so it kind of makes sense to me, but it was kind of, an, it was just an oddball thing because mm-hmm. he Claudio just won the, uh, won the belt. And now yeah. Jericho's a champion, which Jericho was running on the roster. It was Because I feel what's going to happen with Claudio now is like everybody else when they lose a belt. They're going to get lost in the shuffle. Yeah. And well, that's the thing. I've, I, that's my main complaint about AEW for, for the long, for the, for a long time now is mm-hmm. they're going to, is the people get lost in the shuffle and that's what they kept talking about. They weren't going to be WWE. And it's like, now they're turning into WWE. I keep saying yeah, that. Every they time they hired, w- they hired way too many people. Way too many people. They took uh, all the talent they could find. And yes, they got a lot of wonderful talent, yeah. but now they got too much of it. And I said that when we had watched the the original presser when they yeah. announced the company, we watched it together, and we seen Sunny Kiss fucking you know getting their shine. We uh, when we seen all the plethora of talent, one of the first things we both said was, eventually, like how do you, how are you going to work this? Because the original plan they said was they were going to have people work for six months, then they were going to shuffle the roster. That was a great idea. And what happened to that? That was a that, fucking great idea. Shuffle that, your roster. that never even happened. It gives people time off. That never even you know, happened. It, and it never happened. Uh, now there's all these guys that you forget about. Like, oh shit, yeah, they're in AEW. Mm-hmm. You know, and their roster's so big, they don't know what to do with them. Mm-hmm. And they're not <laughs> granting releases, apparently. That's another rumor. They're not They're not uh, granting releases. Yeah, but it looks like, you know, Malachi Black, Mr. Alistair Black, is going to be coming back to WWE. Um, well, no question about it. Well, I don't think so. Um, he think had so actually released, he had, he had talked about it himself on a, on a podcast and said that he's not releasing it, like he's just taking time off just to heal himself. Um, it's not saying he's going anywhere else. You know, he has no problems with AEW. He just needs to go, you know, take a mental break, which I think every wrestler needs to do every every once in a while. But isn't Buddy Murphy taking time off too now? I since, believe so. Since, since Malachi, I mean, hey, off? maybe they do show up in WWE, you know. <coughs> but uh, mm-hmm. the man, the man I is think... asked to to respect, you know, his wishes and like not speculate and say he was released or he asked for his release or anything about. Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I just think. With, with our next topic that we were going to talk about with Triple H being in charge well, of we're WWE. Gonna, we we're going to end with that topic. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get into that. We're going to get into that topic. That's but, uh, why people are taking time off. You know, they have they, they might not you have think any they're, problems. They're, they're just trying AW, to see test the waters. And I think I think they're talking to Triple H silently. I think they have to be because those two guys also 
are two of Triple H's kids, man. Yeah. Triple H, you know, helped raise them from the beginning yeah. of of the black and gold. Yeah. So I mean, I, I don't know. I, I I think Triple H is is not trying to take people back, but people are seeing what he is doing and want to come back. Well, like we said, Triple H has been running things, but the man who used to run things, Vince yes. McMahon, uh, it looks like Vice, it lo- TV. Vice TV is going to be producing a documentary on Vince McMahon. Now, take a second, guys, to just think about that. Of all this, the, the, the series that uh, Vice has done with Dark Side of the Ring, how they've painted Vince McMahon, now they are doing a documentary on Vince McMahon where they are going to actually cover the the the, the current the entire career, the, the career so, and the current uh, scandal, I guess, the current lawsuit going on against him and his yeah. resignation that forced him to retire. Uh, so that's going to be an interesting one. That is going to be interesting. I can't wait to see how Vice portrays him in this. Yeah, you know, and I wonder is I, it going to be more of a documentary of. Like how they've done Dark Side of the Ring, where they have people, actors portray, or is it going to be more like a a uh, sit down documentary, or is Vince McMahon going to be involved with it? I don't know. If Vince is going to be involved in it. I I don't think so. But I think it's going to be like fifty fifty. They'll have the actor portrayals of certain scenes, and then there's going to be a lot of people throughout Vince's fifty now, years in the business. Do you think this is going to be interviews? We're going to hear a lot come out about Vince McMahon, or what do you think? I It depends on who they get to do the interviews. You know, Vice could set it up where it's all negative, yeah. depending on who they bring on well, to that, do these interviews. Well, that's what wound up happening Vice with could, Dark Vice Side of the Ring. set it up where it's all positive. Exactly. That, that's the thing. It, it all depends on who Vice brings in for for to be a part of this. Yeah. And that we won't know until maybe they start airing commercials on, on television yeah. or whatever. Well, but we won't know who they have involved. According in. to PW Insider, it's going to be airing in October. So this month is going to. So we should be seeing some some snippets soon. Yeah, daring, commercials. Daring territories. Uh, yes. Daring territories. They can start showing. And that. you know what? We're yep. probably going to be covering that too. We'll probably cover yep. that documentary too. Um, I don't think it's going to be a series. I think it's just going to be like a doc. A, I hope it is. You hope I it's hope a series. It, I, I hope it's. Each part of his career. Hmm. That, I hope. I, I hope it is. A, that's a intriguing. Series. That's that's intriguing. You know, from beginning to now. You know, that, taking over from know, his father. Mm. Yep. That that would be interesting to see if, yeah. if Vice could do that and do that the right way. You yeah. know, don't make it all negative because I, yeah. with, with what we've seen with Dark Side of the Ring, how. How they made it seem but then again, if the stuff that they're putting out there is the truth, <laughs> that is you true. know, then you know it, it's the truth. It just seems like it seems like they picked all the wrong, to- all, all the wrong topics about Vince yeah. to put in that first 100%. season. Of, to put in that first season of Dark Side of the yeah. Ring, and even the second and third, like everything, everything was pretty much about about something Vince did wrong in an episode. Vince <laughs> paid off true. the cops. Vince paid off this. Vince did this. Oh, Vince. Uh, <laughs> Vince didn't pay this. <laughs> but like I said, it depends on on Vice's vision, but I hope it's you know neutral. Yeah, I, I, I hope we, we get a, a nice a nice yeah. insight on. Don't don't on don't him. paint them as a saint, but don't paint them as the devil either. Exactly, know? exactly, exactly. So 
I can't wait to do that, but we'll definitely we'll definitely cover that in the episode or more, depending on if they do it a series. But yeah. I hope they do. Yeah. A series would be the best way to go because if you're gonna do something on Vince McMahon, it can't just be two hours or three hours. I mean, it's got to be a bunch yeah. of episodes. A hundred percent. And uh, like we said, we'll be doing a territory talk. You'll be able to catch it uh, definitely by this Wednesday, Thursday, Wednesday night, night, Thursday, Thursday morning. morning. Yeah, Wednesday night, Thursday mornings, you'll you'll find uh, territory talk. Uh, like I said, we're gonna have a bunch of unique and different different uh, content for every type of wrestling fan. If you want to hear about the rumors and the talk, you want to hear our speculating on it. This is where you where you listen. You know, ooh, you know, uh, yeah. uh, if if you want to go back and watch some old school shit with us and and just vibe with us and. We have watch-alongs for you. Um, there is another podcast we're working on, so uh, I don't want to release too much about that, but we're nope, working on another not yet, podcast. Not yet. But yeah, there's going to be something for everybody. And um, I guess we're going to we're gonna get to our final uh, topic. Good old game. Triple H. H's Takeover, which we had covered on Wrestling with a Bear. Um, yeah. One of the last episodes. When when it was first starting, you know, when he was first starting this. But now and, and we're we're, we're saying, kinda right I, in I it, man. Like, yeah, yeah, I remember that episode. I said, Oh, it's, this is gonna drag out. Two years. You know, <laughs> two years. I, I said that clear. In two years we're gonna see what he did it in two weeks. <laughs> he yeah. started bringing every show somebody returned. Every show yeah. somebody returned. And he wasted no time. But you know time. what? I like what he's doing. I like the yeah. way the stories are, man. They're, they're, I, they, I'm interested in watching it. He wasted no time fixing Vince's mistakes. Yeah. Straight up. Like, we thought it was, like I said, I thought it was going to take a long time, but. I, I said the same thing. In, it's going to be a slow build, a slow takeover. You can't change Rome in one night. Well, this motherfucker did. <laughs> yep. 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 With all the people that he brought back and instantly put them into stories, what he's doing already on NXT. Yeah. With Shawn Michaels now in charge. Yeah. Shawn Michaels in charge of NXT is Triple H in charge. I mean, <laughs> come on. Come on. Well, that's like me and you. That's look at the changes he made to NXT. Now it's black and gold again. You know, it's. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but is, is the reason that he um, canceled UK is because he's doing some NXT Europe? Um, That's what I've heard. Is that they're going to do it? Yeah, yeah. Europe. Uh, yeah, so it's going to be the whole entire instead of you know yeah. five countries. Yeah. Okay. I, I, that's what I thought I heard too. I wasn't sure if that was the reason the UK is ending, but then you know I started seeing you know all these guys on 2.0, so I was yeah. wondering if they were going back to you know a NXT international type thing. Well. I honestly think they should just make it all just NXT. You know what I mean? Just make it work NXT. I, and honestly, I think the calling up and all that, that, that should end also because NXT could be big by itself. Yeah. It, it it's could a third be what brand they, already. We need to it stop looking what, at that development. Exactly. It could be what they wanted ECW to be back then. Listen, the performance center, that's fucking developmental. NXT is a brand <laughs> now. You know yep, what I mean? They they have enough people to make it you know its own brand. Look, they and even had a second a second brand off with the NXT level up. I mean that's mm-hmm. that should tell you right there. It's uh, I think it should be held in a higher regard. 
Exactly. And I think now it will be now that Triple H is back in control. I, I Yep, and I think they will make it a third brand. I think Survivor Series will start to incorporate NXT. Not this year, then next year. But I mean, you they know, did it in the past, and I yeah, loved it. Exactly. I loved it. Yep. I think it was one of the best angles they did. Yep. So I think Triple H has a lot in store for us. We're already with the returns. I'm still waiting for people like Sasha Banks and Naomi to come back. Well, uh, you know, uh, we don't know. I don't know about Sasha. I was hoping, uh, but now I don't know. Uh, maybe she did strike a deal with them that allows her to use her name outside of WWE because she just changed her uh, Twitter handle. From Sasha Banks WWE to her actual name, back to Mercedes, whatever. Toronto, yeah, and uh, so and that kind of it's like, hmm. and she po- posted a thing like, um, new handle, same handler, you know. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't well, know what's we'll going see. on. Uh, Dexter Loomis is back. Karrion Cross is uh, back. Johnny Gargano is back. I love, I, I love what each one of these guys are yes. doing right now. The Miz, the Miz, um. And Loomis storyline, I'm loving. It. I love it. It's so funny. It's they so they funny. took what they took what worked in NXT for him, and they you applied it to, to the main roster. And that hiding under the hit cage, row. the hit row stuff. The I, hit I row like coming too, back. Right I just wish uh, Swerve would, would yep. just held on just a little. You know what I mean? Like yo, now what do you think? Now that Swerve and Keith Lee dropped the titles, do you think they'll come back under Triple H? Honestly, now this is this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking a Yo, lot of people that, are going to leave AEW, man. That's what I'm thinking, man. A lot especially of after this CM Punk Triple shit. Triple H. I think, and, it, especially after this CM Punk shit, a lot of people are uneasy, and we're like, oh, "Do I want to fucking really be here now?" And a lot of people that Triple H helped start their careers, I think people will come back to them. To mm-hmm. The people that Triple H took off the Indies and made them into stars. Yeah. And now another rumor that I heard, I should have put this out during the uh, AEW presser talk, but apparently, I don't know how true this rumor is, but apparently Omega and the Young Bucks sent out feelers to WWE. I I heard something about that. That's interesting. If they're that fed up, imagine Cody was an original founder. He left. Now your other three original founders. And maybe Cody is the reason why. Cody's here already. I mean, well, apparently, this, Cody and, Cody left and Tony, that, right? to, Cody and Tony agreed not to publicly talk about why he's leaving, and that's always been interesting to me. Why you would specifically ask for that? He had to leave because, and that. he left around the time CM Punk was coming in. That's so I uh, maybe Cody see the writing on the wall. No, I, I, man, I'm like I said, I'm just speculating, man. But uh, based on 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 the on the shit I see on on my Twitter feed and uh, and the shit that just randomly pops up, <laughs> like I don't even go searching for the news. Like, the news just comes and finds me. Uh, and when I seen that they did, apparently they sent out feelers to WWE. That was either a scare tactic to Tony Khan, if that is true, it's a scare tactic to Tony Khan, or they're that fucking fed up that they're like, you know what? You've avoided it this whole time, but you know what? Maybe it's time to fucking go. And you know, with Triple H, it seems like Tony Khan kind of took control of the shit. And with Triple H in charge, why not? Right? I mean, with Vince not there anymore, why not? That's what I gotta say. Why not? With people like the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, now is the time to go to WWE. But 
being VPs of this company is still a reason to hold on to it. Who knows what the hell's going on with that fucking Cody Rhodes was. He was an EVP with the company. That is true, too. Like I said, the founding fathers were the Young Bucks, Omega, and Cody. Cody Cody was out. Now we have these rumors of the the other three sending feelers to WWE. I think, I mean, listen, I don't believe believe in Quinky Dinkins, okay? I don't believe in Quinky Dinkins. Word. (laughs) Yep. But, but only time would tell there. But we there's also now with WWE, now we've been getting vignettes and they've been playing um the White Rabbit at house shows. Um and there's a speculation on who it's gonna be. And the number one uh suspect here is uh Bray White. The fiend Bray White. Mm-hmm. Um there's a lot to to look into with all these QR codes they're putting up and the promos playing White Rabbit. Um, some people are saying it's it's uh, Alistair Black. Some people are saying it, it's Bray Wyatt. You know, people um, are saying it's it's the whole um, Funhouse or whatever he had. I had the Funhouse because someone looked at the uh, source code for for the QR code from I think this week, and it was the lyrics to Al- Alistair Black song. Huh. Wow. Um, no man is purely good. No man is purely evil. Um, so yeah, uh, who do you think it is, man? I, I, I think it's definitely going to be Bray. I mean, there's been talk now for months that he's talking to Triple H and I I think, I think it's Bray. I, I I think it's going to be Bray and he's going to be leading a stable again. Something like that, you know, I, I think they might incorporate all his little puppet characters. You know, into this, into well, his know, return. I wasn't Rabbit one of his characters back back in in that in his clubhouse vignette? Well, I I don't know if other people caught it. Um, I haven't really been too much on social media and stuff uh, for my me, job. Me neither. But um, I noticed when I seen a the video, there was like, I don't know if it was just a hooded person or a buzzard in the background on on, on the promo walking by. And Triple H, now, I noticed Triple H has been doing little things in the background, which is different. I haven't seen that in fucking wrestling yet, man. Mm-hmm. With like those little, like something you see in a movie that, that you yeah, don't think yeah. about, you know? I love that Triple H is adding that, you know? Or who, if it's not Triple H's idea, whoever's idea this is, 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 I love the little things, the subtle, the subtle meanings, the, you know, the symbolisms, the things you have to look for. I love it. Uh, the whole QR code thing and making people wonder that's what makes wrestling like so much better is the surprise, the wonder. Um, yeah, like, yeah. like, well, well, let's just fucking say it. Uh, puns back in the business now, right? I was just saying, I already have ideas rolling for and what I'm going to be working on. No, we're we're, we're not going to talk about what company uh it is for, but Pun is back in the business. He is the uh he's the pencil. He is the Booker man. We can call him Booker, Booker P. P. Yes, yes <laughs> uh, I am Booker P. And, you know, it's, I was talking to you about booking and what's missing is the surprise factor. Yes. Uh, the surprise factor and throwing little hints in there and the little builds. And, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, first, congratulations. I, I know well, I hope thank, get you, thank you. Get you yes, but, uh, yes, yes, yes. Congratulations. Uh, I think that you've always had a mind for it. And since we're talking about production and little things that go, like, I think 
this is stuff that we've talked about. Exactly. Stuff that, you know, when even from, you know, the Dark Horse, even from when we ran Deep Impact Wrestling together in the park, yeah. the little things that we planned and did were the things that... The little seeds that we planted. That, uh, the, the things that kept all the wrestlers happy. Having everybody... Play a role. Play a role in one way or another. Well, the, you know? one thing that Triple H said when he came back, and it's something we've always been fans of, uh, if you have an idea, if you think it's something that's come to us, let and, us and know. We'll try it that, out. And that's something I already told the promoter also. The previous writer that I'm taking over, if he has any ideas, yeah, I am more than willing to work with him at any time. Yeah. I already let him know that. Like, like you know, I, I don't want to step on no toes. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know how he's going to feel when, you know, he breaks the news to him. Yeah. That, you know, he's replacing him. Then, so I told him, I'm willing to, you know, work with, yeah. with him and, you know. Whether it was in backyard wrestling or whether we were booking in Ohio or we always had that communication with the roster of if you're not feeling something, let us know. If you yes. don't want to do something, let us know. If you don't think it's going to work out, give it a chance. If it doesn't work out, you tell us what you want. Like it was always exactly. that open line exactly. of communication. And a lot of wrestling companies don't have that because we've been a part of a lot of wrestling indie companies. WWE should have always had that line. Not you have to talk to this person to talk to this person to talk to this person to talk to Vince. No, you should be able to go mm -hmm. straight to Vince, no matter who you are. I'm happy puns back in the business. Uh, yes, yes, you know, yes, yes. And it's something that you've wanted to do since day the re one. Man. The reason, yes, I came into the business. And it's it's all coming full circle now. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's all the time and that's all the topics we have for uh, today. Uh, please, if, if you want to follow us on social media, if you're watching the video, you look right above Pun's head and it has all our social media links right up. Yeah, there you go. Pointing right up, right above Pun's head uh, at Four Corners Net on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. That's at number four corners net. All right. You can find me on uh, all social media platforms at Rex Wrestles. That's R-E-X Wrestles. Pun, let them know where they can find you. You can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at John Pun, J-O-N-P-U-N-N. Tune into the Four Corners Network. Uh, we have a bunch of shows coming for you guys. Uh, the link will be in the, in the description. Uh, thank each and every one of you for tuning in and uh, listen to us talk about the one thing we love, pro wrestling. Pro wrestling. As always, be excellent to each other and keep supporting pro wrestling. Peace.